I'm Aaron Armstrong. I'm Pete Moran. And we love to watch. We love to watch. Spooked over kickoff 2023. I get so tall on being me. Oh, I am joy, I am a song. There is no place I don't belong. And now the earth can't hold me. The earth will never hold me. I know the earth hey, won't Pete. hold me. This is like half Spooktober kickoff. There might not be an end off, but it's a, a punch off. I don't know what. I don't know what the end. I don't know what the opposite of a kickoff is. Kick down, uh, punch down. Um, this is a. This could be a half mini Spooktober kickoff for 2023 slash some announcements about. The future, or the short-term future, of We Love yeah. to Watch. We're so not, let's start. Uh, spoiler alert: We're not ending the show. <laughs> we're not ending the show. Um, I did mention that we were taking a break, and we, or I said to someone that we wouldn't be recording, and I think their implication was like, "Not only are you weirdly you're pre-recording for the end of the show, we're not ending the show." Um, I'm, I'm sorry. It's still going to be one of the many podcasts that you are going to forget to get get to every week, and then <laughs> sometimes try to catch up. Um, but we are going to have a weird schedule for the foreseeable future, which is fine. Um, uh, and that's mainly because, P- Peter, I don't want to announce this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm expecting my first child uh, at the end of September. So, uh, yeah, we're big, big, happy announcement. Um, my wife and I have been uh, really, like... We've been wanting this for a long time, so this is, like, great news. It's great news for Aaron as well. Yeah. Um, Aaron is always looking for, for a new baby around. He can try out his skills on. Yeah. Baby happy, do all the songs. You know, Theo's getting big now. Theo is getting big. And I I ruined three. <laughs> I'm ready to try my hand at one that I have less responsibility for. Um, also, <laughs> and this is, this is true... It feels so much better to ship off all of our old baby junk to you guys as opposed to <laughs> uh, as opposed to just keeping it in the garage for when we have a friend. So, yeah, it costs more money to ship cross country. It's fine. Um, your – like I said, all, all your friends are going to be like, why does your baby dress like a Minnesotan? Um, <laughs> we do. Well, first off, have to thank you and your family for uh, supplying uh, our child so well. Secondly, yeah, a lot of the heavy winter clothes that are like, this is adorable. However. But. <laughs> I forgot. Like, yeah, we have winter and summer stuff. So, I'm sure there's a lot that you're like, but, you know, babies get cold easy. I, I don't know. Yeah. You never know. And the you go, vi- you go visit people in Chicago and other yes. places. Like, you'll be, you you probably don't need as much as we sent you in retrospect. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. It's so- funny, too, because it'll be like. By the time that he's ready for these the um, nine months close or whatever, yeah, like it'll be the dead of summer. <laughs> dead of summer. <laughs> I know that that happened with our kids too, where we kind of didn't time it out. Our, our first two like shared the same clothes, but uh, the one was like the, the seasons didn't work. Seasons are very important when you're planning for. Once you get twelve months, it doesn't matter because they theoretically fit for about a year. But those first like twelve months, where it's like you have zero to three, preemie, six months, nine months, twelve months. It's it's a it's quite the expense if you were to purchase uh purchase new. But so what does that mean? So when I I've had two two kids 
Two of my kids have weathered this show. I think that's the right way to say it. Um, <laughs> we were, but we were a little bit more. Uh, so one of them happened in COVID time, and we had done a bunch of pre-recording, so you guys didn't miss a beat. Uh, it has been a busy. We said this at the beginning of the year. It's been a busy year for us, and we we've kept cranking them out. We have not taken as many breaks as we intended on. But coming into the last week of August, we were like, we're going to get October done. We're going to do all these things, and then. We had vacations on separate weeks, and I got COVID. So we finally, three and a half year run, RIP, my not having ever COVID. Um, So we are going to try to get all of October done. We're going to do this kickoff, which is why Ryan Boland isn't joining us here. It's going to be a brief one. Some of the episodes may be a little brief. We are really hoping to get through October. Things can happen, but we're not going away. Look for the the Facebook page and other things for when when we do take a break and we come back. But I'm excited. You, there's only like 350 plus. We love to watch episodes to listen to, uh, and so yeah, we're we're gonna take a little break and hopefully at least we'll be back for something fun for Christmas, even if it's not a whole month. But as part of that, we were like, hey, we we don't know if we're gonna do a Spooktober wrap up. We are gonna do a kickoff just to say what we're gonna be watching. Last year was a high year for me, which was 138 movies. I'm not I said I said the last two years there's no way I'm going to get as many as I did the previous year and I exceeded it. More than four I average more than four a week. <laughs> or four a day, sorry. Four a week is still a lot. <laughs> four a day. Um here's why that's not going to happen this year. One Maya, my nine-year-old, is a huge horror movie fan, and we have been moving into more and more kind of R-rated stuff that can be gory, but isn't like, you know, uh, uh, sexually violent or stuff like that, which is a lot of horror movies. I don't know if you know this, uh, (laughs) but a lot of horror movies feature rape and other uh, grotesque nudity stuff and things like that. So, But I still made her a list that I'm really excited about. Her and I watched a bunch of previews for stuff. I don't know if she's going to get to 31, but she thinks this is true. And she was asking people at kids or asking people at school about this last year. She thinks Spooktober is a real thing. I, I've not like <laughs> lied to her, but she like thinks this concept. We are celebrating a holiday in this. If we were, were like a obscure religious sect and had a holiday that we celebrate in this house. Your kid would get used to thinking that's a normal holiday. And even though she recognizes... in fact, invented a a Festivus. I have. I have invented a Festivus. Um, Even though she recognizes that most of her kids don't, or most of her friends don't, uh, partake in our particular denomination's festivities, she gets excited about it. So there's there's a lot of movies that, like, based on some things that she watched this year, that I stuff like Aliens or Alien or a bunch of, you know, some other R-rated, like, horror movies, she saw Ready or Not, she loved it. Like, I think we're ready to do, like, a real hardcore Spooktober, and that means stuff like The Thing and The Blair Witch Project and The Shining and also stuff I think she would like, like The Night of the Living Dead and that are a little less gory, but we we have a list, and so those are going to be rewatches for me. And we haven't decided if those are going to count in our new rules this year. But even if they do count, I'm going to watch less new to me. And also, I don't have the advantage that I had last year of a five-month-old baby where literally I can contribute quite a lot to our family by sitting and watching a baby that is <laughs> just kind of sits there, not crawling, doesn't move. It's easy to put on. You know, a universal horror movie um, in the background or something like that that I haven't seen and pay mostly attention to it and also my my kid to go 
goo 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 gaga. My my baby is now a year and a half, and he runs all over the house. So the chance that I'm just going to be able to sit and watch a movie, and he has very strong preferences on what's on the TV. So if the TV's on, and it's not Sesame Street, and literally only Sesame Street, it's going to be a problem. So I'm not going to do as much. I still, in my craziness, have made a list of 100 new-to-me movies, and that's mainly because I haven't watched that much horror this year at mm-hmm. all. Like, I... I think because we the our numbers have kept going up, there's so much stuff I've saved, whether it's new horror movies that I'm excited about or just classics that started to come up from people. Um, so it, I have so much I'm excited to watch, and um, I I think that regardless, I will end up. Uh, if you know, if I get forty or fifty or sixty or something like that this year, I probably will be less likely to hold all my horror watching until next year, just because I didn't get uh, as much as I was expecting. So there's you didn't some get there's the some... true the, the true expression where like you truly exhausted not only a long list but your interest in the genre as a whole. <laughs> yeah, it can take a nice break. So there's a few that I'm planning to see in theaters that I'm excited about now that we're going back to the theaters, and I've, I've seen quite a lot this summer. I'm sure, Peter, you're like, I've been sending so many texts about it. I saw this in the theater. You're like, how many movies is this guy going to see in theaters? But I feel like, hey, I can go do this. I can go see movies in theaters again. And there's, there's there was a, a lot I want to see this summer. Yeah, there was a period of time where I was comfortable going to the theater, but just because of your particular family situation yeah. and having like a, a young kid around and a million yeah. other factors, you being able to go to the theater was just not a thing for much yeah. of the post-COVID period. Yeah. Um, and uh, and by that, I do not mean that COVID is over. I mean the period after COVID emerged. Yeah. Um, so, um, the, that, like, I was, like, seeing movies in theaters, and I was like, uh, you'd like it in six months with it's on <laughs> Or three weeks if it's a Disney movie, but... Yeah, if it, it depends on the, the, yeah. the genre. But now, you're seeing more movies a week than I am. So, there's a few in the theaters that I'm really excited about, um, that are coming out. I'm excited about, um, I think it's called Deliver Us, which is supposed to be, uh, really good. Uh, and then some that probably more people have heard of, like Saw, Saw 10. Remember, a couple years ago at Spooktober, I got really into the Saw movies, and I'm like, I don't like these for their gross-out torture porn. I like them for their insanely convoluted plots to make it one long story. And I kind of like, as a like a, almost a soap opera, I got a, I got, I watched all of them that I had never seen, which I think was like 4 through 10 in mm-hmm. one Spooktober. I had a great time. Uh, or 4 through 9, Spiral, whatever. So, I'm super excited to go see Saw X just because I haven't seen a Saw movie in theater since the first one because I didn't care. Uh, I think the new Exorcist movie looks good. It's David Gordon Green has a bizarre career right now, but I think I'm going to go see the new Exorcist movie. Um, and then I might take Maya. Maya and I were playing. I had never played it before. It's not that good of a game, but it is spooky. Uh, I might take Maya to go see the Five Night at Freddy's movie. Um, and then I would go see Talk to Me, but I just saw it last week, and it's fucking awesome. So if you're thinking about seeing Talk to Me in some capacity, still in theaters when you hear this, go see Talk to Me. It is really, really good. Um there's a bunch of catch-up movies from the last year I'm really excited to see, uh, like Bo is Afraid or uh, Bones and All, The Menu, Speak No Evil, those sort of things. Um, the one I think I'm going to kick off with, and I just bought the Blu-ray so I could watch it on my projector and hopefully free of distractions, is Skinamarink, which I 
should have saw in theaters and didn't. And I'm going to make up for it. Uh, but there's also a few other ones that you I know you have seen, Peter, that I'm really excited to finally get to, like Infinity Pool and Crimes of the Future and We're All Going to the World's Fair. Like mm-hmm. stuff from the last year that I kind of missed at the end of 2022. But I'm super excited to get through this year. Um, and then uh, there is some – there's some – there's one movie I kind of want to talk about a little bit in that I have been wanting – oh, Sick would be on the 2022 list. Uh, they cloned Tyrone as a recent one. There's that Batman Doom that came to Gotham. Uh, I got that on adaptation. Yeah, excited about that one quite a the lot. animation so, looks pretty cool. Uh, it does. I read the comic and I really like it and obviously it's, you know – Magnola and and Batman. So I those the, I, those have very low budgets. I've watched probably like 40 or 50 of those. At one point I was trying to watch all the DC animated movies, but they keep releasing four per year. It's just a fun like thing series to do. Uh, but I didn't get to it. Influencer and the Blackening are a couple of the other newer ones that I'm really excited. Uh, w- one, there's a, there's a few like older classics that have never really been on my radar until the last year that I'm really excited to get to like um, stuff like The Kindred, The Velvet Vampire uh, Witch Hammer Split Second, just kind of the shit that I kept seeing pop up sometime in October or later on that like people were like holy shit this movie's great and um, and uh, you know I had never even heard of them, and now I'm, I'm ex- kind of holding it to to watch for this. Uh, there's two that I'm super excited to talk about just because – or to watch because I've never had a chance. The first one of those is I've seen the Tobey Hooper Invaders from Mars from, I think, 1986, which I had a really good time with. Um, there's an original Invaders from Mars from 1953, which – I watched – I found – I had learned about it for the first time in a documentary about Steven Spielberg and him talking about that this was the scariest movie he had ever seen and went on and on about it. And like – like a, if you talk about like – it was like a it was a, like a TMC documentary from like 2004 and he talks about like, like when he made Invaders of the Body Snatchers and a lot of his influence on like the fear of aliens and stuff like that come from this movie that he would watch over and over and just be terrified of it. Uh, that so the second I saw that documentary in 2004, I went to go buy the movie on DVD on Amazon, and it was out of print, and it's never been on print, never been in print, and never been on streaming since that. So uh, it finally in September of this year or August of this year, uh, someone put out. I'm forgetting who off the top of my head. Maybe Kino, maybe someone else put out a 4K. 4K remaster of it. So I am just, I you know, I'm super excited to see it. it it's going to be a 1950s sci-fi horror movie. I'm sure it's not going to terrify me like it did eight-year-old Steven Spielberg or whatever. But it's just one of those movies I've essentially been trying outside of extra legal activities to see for 20 years. And it's been impossible. So I'm just as kind of a culmination of something that's been on my radar for the last time. I'm I'm super excited about. And then the last thing I'll mention. Oh, uh, the other one I'm super excited is that I finally am. I'm almost done with it. Finishing my first Richard Matheson book, which uh, is Peter's favorite author, I think, or the author of your favorite book. I, I think I Am Legend is my favorite book. My favorite okay. author, I, I'm not sure. Cormac okay. McCarthy. <laughs> probably, sure. probably the writers of the Bible, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. But uh, um, yeah. I'm a, big, I'm a big Matthew guy. 
Yeah, <laughs> that guy's great. Um, he he really was like uh, Matthew is known as the gospel where he's I, he's not the most he's the most human. It's John where he's like he's less of more about, about socialism and more of like everyone's damned all the time. But you know they trick you at church into understanding that certain gospels have different themes because they just mix them all up every Sunday. You have no idea. Anyway, that's a. It's a random aside. Uh, but uh, I'm reading my first Richard Matheson book, Hell House, which I'm having a really good time with. And I'm just, you know, I've been reading a lot more this year. And so to have like an adaptation that I'm super excited to watch uh, because the book is so good that I've heard is really good. That's actually been on my list a few times that I never got around to, which is The Legend of Hell House from, I think, 1973. Uh, so, yeah, great those book. are great. Great haunted house book. It's re- um, It's so good. It's a good modernization of uh, the, you know, the Shirley Jackson novel. Yep. Um, at least, it, you know, it's not direct, uh, you know, continuation, but like a thematic sort of, I want to see if I could play in that space uh, continuation. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. There was a point where I'm like, is, isn't this just the plot to <laughs> The Haunting of Hill House? But uh, it obviously takes, takes some turns pretty quickly, but um, it's, I'm having a good time with it. And it's always fun, like, like it or not, you know, I, I read much less books now than I did as a kid. So like being able to read a book and be excited to watch the adaptation of it um, is, is always fun. So um, yeah, that's, that's my, that's my quickie list, Peter. Uh, you will either get a hundred movies or five, but <laughs> yeah. what, what are you excited for this year? Yeah. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just touch on the stuff that like is on my must see list. Like the, you know, the, the 20 to 30 that are, I'm, I'm absolutely going to try and get, um, number one, I've never seen either of the warlock movies and oh, yeah. Julian Sands very tragic passing this year. I feel like now is, uh, now is the time. Um, so yeah. I, I've not seen those either. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to watch them. Uh, I hear they're good and fun and campy and silly. Um, but, uh, he's always great. Uh, last year. Oh, uh, you mentioned earlier, not watching a lot of horror movies this year. Um, I haven't watched a ton. I've seen some of like, you know, Evil Dead Rise and some of the... Oh, I haven't seen that. That's one I'm really excited for. Yeah, you, that's it's so good, dude. Um, yeah. I've seen some of the theatrical ones that popped up, but, you know, I lost, saw Last Voyage of the Demeter. Um, but, um, I did have a, you know, a Spooktober spring cleaning. Oh, I did too, a, yeah. A good number of, of them. And during that, I got to watch the first three... Um, Sinritsu, Sinritsu Kaiki uh, movies, which are these okay. like found footage documentary uh, film series that was on TV. Um, and they're all directed and oddly enough starring uh, Koji Shiraishi, the director. Um, and this is a guy I've been obsessed with for a while. I'm trying to watch all of his stuff. Um, I watched the first half of the uh, Sinritsu Kaiki file uh, movie. Okay. Um, and uh, now I'm going to watch. They have insane names. I think I think they're riffing off of like uh, Japanese TV naming conventions. So here's here's the one I I, I gotta watch next. Senrizio Kaiki File Kawasugi File O Four. The Truth. Hanako San in the Toilet. <laughs> you so that's... sure that's not by Ano? <laughs> So he's, I, I don't know what, I don't totally get the bit, but um, the, so far I've loved this series. Very, very creepy. Um, awesome. He also made a movie called Grotesque. I'm going to try and uh, catch in the middle of that. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see if that's as good as some of his other stuff. 
Um, yeah, and some... Uh, first off, there's a bunch of new stuff that's coming out, like, right now um, that uh, I want to check out immediately. Like, um, uh, Demian uh, Rugna, who did Terrified, um, I don't know, five years ago, and we've all raved about on the show. Um, mm-hmm. One of those those uh, shutter, real shutter triumphs. Yeah. Um, Not Terrifier, which I did watch the first one of last year. Huge piece of shit, in my opinion. I, I liked it fine. I like Terrifier fine. Terrified is great, though. Um, I, I might also, this time, I might watch Terrifier, too, um, depending on how far I get into the month. Um, but uh, regardless, the guy who made Terrified, a much better movie, um, has a movie coming out called When Evil Lurks that's going to come straight to uh, Shudder. Um there's a movie that came out this year. It's supposed to be a good Lovecraftian movie. As always, I will be trying to catch up on some Lovecraftian and folk horror movies I haven't seen yet. Uh, one called Older Gods by David A. Roberts. Oh, yeah. Um, supposed to be good. Um, uh, Joe Lynch, who's made some really cool movies and seems like an all-around fun dude, um, made uh, a Lovecraftian horror movie called Suitable Flesh that will be coming out in, I think, the next few weeks. Um... The guy, Brian Duffield, who made Spontaneous, which Aaron and I have raved about a bunch, yep. is making a home invasion, alien uh, invasion horror movie that comes to Hulu on at the end of September called No One Will Save You, starring Caitlin Deaver, which is pretty rad. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, Brian Duffield has that coming out right before the season. Um, I, do we have a release date on the new Uzumaki show miniseries? I don't, I don't think it's October. I think it's 2024 now, but I could be uh, wrong. I'd love to be wrong. Yeah, I, I think when I added it to the list, they were saying um, fall of 23. So, um, yeah, uh, uh, another new one that's coming It's a out lot of me. spirals to draw. Like, your hand gets tired. It's a <laughs> yeah, lot of, a lot of actually, circles. It's actually very anti-worker of me to expect them to draw those circles so fast. Yeah. Um, another new one that's coming out that I will almost assuredly like to love uh, is VHS 85. I love that oh, yeah. Shutter is making these annual or semi-annual. One of the things I like to do is that I rarely, with the exception of the theatrical stuff, just so I can kind of mark it for release dates, Shutter, Hulu, all these services have these great, like, movies that they drop on their services. I know, and, and I try not to add them to my list only because, A, Peter, you do such a good job of being like, hey, this came out and I watched it. <laughs> but two, it's kind of, it adds like, you can, your list can become very staid and you're like, I've been looking at this list every day, 20 times a day. So having those, oh, this just came out today movie, I'm going to watch it, Peter or Ryan or someone said it's great. Um, I like having those as like little surprises. Truly anything that will trigger excitement to to hit play is worth it, right? Like any tricks it takes to to be excited. Um, yeah. Another 2023 movie, or I guess it technically was was uh, out a little bit in festivals last year, was uh, Ennis Men. Um, oh, yep. That's to, on my list. Supposed to be a good folk horror. Um, as always, I'll be doing some folk horror cleanup. I'm almost done with that whole box set, um, which is I, I'm really happy about. Uh, you mentioned Bones and All. That's also a 2022 yep. movie that uh, literally came and then like three people said they liked it and uh, then it disappeared. So yep. uh, what the fuck happened there? Um, and uh, excited to get to that. Everyone was talking about Triangle of Sadness instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think that's it. Um, there's a new movie that's coming 
coming out like right now on streaming uh, by Roxanne Benjamin called There's Something Wrong with the Children. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, that's on my list. Yeah, it's starring Zach Guilford. It looks pretty good. Creepy ho- creepy kids, you know? Yep. Um, so that's all the new stuff that just wanted to make sure people are aware of all the new shit that's, that's about to come. Um, and then I've got, you know, Talk to Me is on my list, obviously. Um, and... Um, was he gonna say there's plenty of little obscurities in there but i'm not really gonna mention them you know until we do some sort of wrap up later um but to finish my list off um oh there's one one i want to talk about there's this movie called history of the occult that's a few years old now and i oh that's on that's on that's on my list too it's i've been wanting to watch it for like three different spooktobers because it came out i believe in spain uh, if i'm not mistaken um, or maybe it's a Spanish language movie. I'm just remembering. I've been trying to watch it for years, but it's just not on English language streaming anywhere. Like, I think no, it is this year coming out. No, it's right now. It's on Amazon. I'm looking at it right now. Amazon Video, oh, yeah. Apple TV, Vudu. But you're right. I got a notification like a couple months ago on Letterboxd that like a movie on your watch list has been added to all these streaming fucking platforms yeah so um oh and then uh yeah my last my regrettable theme for the year um is that i'm going to try and watch a bunch of uh horror parodies um so the only one i'm really excited about is repossessed with leslie nielsen if i can have a night where i watch repossessed and the new exorcist movie i feel like that would be really good good for my soul uh, I haven't seen Repossessed. Um, I've never heard good things. No, but... I imagine it's terrible. Um, but it's Leslie Nielsen, which I feel like is a nice guiding hand through bad horror. Do comedy. you 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 could you could actually do a double feature? Or do you have Silence of the Hams on your list? I know what you're talking. The, the Dom DeLuise movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that is actually a good example of me being. I looked at the cover and I was like. I don't trust the the hand of Dom DeLuise to make this comfortable. Uh, well, remember, I mean, I worked at a video store in the late 90s, early 2000s, so um, they just would have, like, Repossessed was there. They just had everything. Like, stuff that, you know. So, yeah, I remember seeing Silence of the Hams, um, which I think is a parody of Silence of the Lambs, even kind of as a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. I You know, if I'm really, if I'm really uh, loving the theme, then I'll jump on that. But yeah. my guess is I'm going to get through Repossessed. And Dracula Dead and Loving It and be like, hmm, that's good. Two's good. Oh, my God. Dracula Dead and Loving It was when I realized that Mel Brooks could do wrong. After I feel like he was... I, I need some excuse to finish off the Mel You Brooks. should. I mean, I'm not saying, like, don't watch it. It just was like, I watched it, like, after I'd seen Spaceballs and Blazing Saddle and Young Frankenstein. I was, like, so 12 years old, just prepped for, like, this guy is creating a sense of a type of humor I'd never seen. And I, I was, you know, I love Leslie Nielsen from The Naked Gun. And I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Um, and then one that I think people really dig, uh, Hell Baby. Um, yeah, Hell Baby is fun. Yeah. yeah. And then, I'm have you ever seen Bad Milo? Uh, I think Hell Baby and Bad Milo. I both of them I tried to watch when they were on Netflix like ten years ago, and I was like, I don't need to do this. And I turned them off. Uh, so Hell Baby is the better one, but Bad Milo with uh, Ken Marino is really good. It's a, you know if if I like Hell Baby, I will immediately go to Bad Milo. So Hell Baby, um, yeah. But um. Yeah, and then I've got a couple, you know, goofy ones I've never cleaned up, like Ghoulies on the list. Like I've never seen a, I've never seen a Ghoulie. Let I've never alone, seen a Ghoulie either. Uh, I've never, I, I, I don't even know how ghouls. they could get into a college in the sequel. I mean, 
Presumably, it's the, mag- it's the magic of cinema. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the magic of modern plumbing. Yeah. So, uh, any other ones you want to call out before we wrap? No, I think that's I think that's it. Uh, I'd rather call out the obscurities after I watch them because what if I yeah. get ten minutes into something and I'm like, mm. no, thank you. <laughs> um, I forgot one of the. Uh, I'll just wrap it up with this one. One of the big like three that I've been trying to watch forever. That was a Peter recommendation that I never got to, and then I got the Blu-ray for Christmas last year, and I've been saving it like the special edition import Blu-ray, which is Ghost Watch. The <coughs> so, yeah, so and excited it, to watch that one too. That is a movie that like. I didn't when I first saw it I was like this scares the shit out of me but I watched it on like a YouTube rip or whatever because it was the only way to watch it at the time and then I finally saw the HD version that you're gonna watch um and I was like oh this is one of the scariest things I've ever seen this is so yeah. good it was on Amazon Prime for like three weeks and it was like Peter's like I watched it you should check it out like yeah next year and then it's been gone for like eight years um yeah but that Blu-ray is supposed to be it's supposed to look great it's awesome. It's like a it's like you know when you get the big like giant uh, cardboard like thick cardboard case, you're like I'm in for something here. Yeah, um, somebody really loved this enough to pay yeah. extra for the yeah. packaging. Um, yeah, so that's Spooktober. We will try to come back with a recap. We're also gonna I'll post both Maya's list, Peter's list, uh, my list in the thing, so you can follow us on Letterbox. We post. Peter's really good about doing reviews. I at least will post what I watched and do star ratings and stuff like that. So, you know, if we don't get a, a mid-year check-in or even a full recap of this, uh, we'll make sure that we're posting our list so you guys can follow along. Uh, next month, October actually starting. Again, we're going to try to get through all four episodes. But we have uh, we have Kids Horror is our theme, which is very appropriate uh, with how much kids horror I've been watching in the last few years. Um, but we're doing four beloved, I think they're all pretty beloved movies, mm-hmm. um, including, and our fourth one will be a uh, spooktacular, supersized episode if we get to it. Uh, we'll get to it at some point if we get to it before Halloween. But we are going to do The Witches next week. Then we're going to do Coraline, Something Wicked This Way Comes, and then we're going to wrap it up with the Goosebumps special. We're going to talk about the Goosebumps movie, maybe movies. We're going to talk about reading Goosebumps books as a kid and if we ever dipped our toe back into it. And we are going to try to watch a couple episodes of the beloved TV show as well. So I can't think, even though it's not the best kids horror movie, I can't think of a horror series more responsible for getting kids into horror in the last 30 or so years. So seems like an appropriate uh, Halloween spooktacular special. So yeah, catch us here next week for all of your beautiful episodes. (laughs) Good night. Good night. Thank you so much for listening to We Love to Watch.
If you made it to the end, hopefully you liked what you heard today. And if you'd like to hear more, please go to patreon.com slash we love to watch. And if you can chip in a few bucks, that would really help us keep the lights on and keep us moving forward. Uh, it wasn't an implicit threat by Peter. He just didn't know how to say it. But either way, we'll continue to make more. But it would be helpful uh, as we explain to our loved ones where all our money is going, which is all on server space. Uh, <laughs> if you can't, <laughs> uh, if you don't have a few bucks to chip in, we totally understand. And you want to support the show. Show, we truly absolutely would appreciate a uh, review on iTunes. I know every podcast says it and it's because it really does help. And so every podcast wants that help. So please go leave us a positive review so that when people find this show organically, they hopefully want to tune in and listen. And thanks again for all of your listenership and support and time throughout the years. Uh, we really do appreciate you uh, with kisses and smooches. Peter and Aaron. <laughs>